crushing goals in 2023. And today I'm touching on, I'm going to say a slightly sensitive topic, which is trusting yourself. Um, I'm in my husband's studio area. Look at me being fancy. <laughs> I thought about getting a background like this for myself, but just in a different color. His is actually blue. It shows up on my screen as blue, but when he records, this shows up as black or gray. So I like the blue, but I always thought it was going to show up on my machines as black and gray like him. I guess y'all can see that a little bit like in certain areas. But anyway, we're talking, so this is part four, day four of talking about your goals 20 in 2023. I am talking about this in March because that's a critical time for people to choose. Oh yes, I'm sticking it through. They're starting to see some success. They've organized themselves and they're like ready to keep moving forward through the year. Other people, they were very adamant on what they wanted to do like november december time and they were like yes let's go in january and then by march it's like they forgot <laughs> so this is your reminder this is your push this is your nudge that you still have most of the year left to get like significant things done even if you didn't really start well you can still end really really well so today i'm talking about something that's um, I guess a little more heady in your heart and your emotions, but trusting yourself. Right. And I have, I think four, I wrote it down cause I didn't want to be on here all day. I have one, two, three, four, 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 um, major things you can do that will help you start to trust yourself okay so we're going to start with the hardest one the others are easier so if you can follow me through this one you can definitely get through the others and the first is forgiving people most of us have dealt with naysayers whether they're your family members your close friends those are the ones that you really held on to when a stranger or somebody that doesn't know you says something or speaks something negative over you you can dismiss it because they don't even know you in the first place but when it comes from like that auntie or your siblings or someone who was close to you even like a best friend right and they have these negative things to say and they likely didn't say it to you in a way that they thought was going to be perceived as negative maybe they felt like they were pointing something out they were motivating you they probably called you lazy or you don't understand stuff like they've these things in your head whether they said it explicitly or subconsciously like that's how you took it and you took it in such a way that started to diminish what you thought of yourself now it possibly caused a lot of resentment toward that person because they were the ones who said it and it's likely that what they said to you had a little bit of truth in it too that's why this hurts so bad but what I want you to do is forgive them for saying it, right? I'm not at all saying you have to keep listening to them. I have some people in my circle who they just say whatever they want to say. <clears throat> and I have to take most of what they say with a grain of salt because it will totally just 
make you feel small, make you feel just crushed, right? And who wants that? And they feel entitled to say it because they're related to you or they've known you for a very long time. What I'm telling you is you don't have to receive any of that. Okay. What I need you to first do is acknowledge that people told you things about yourself that you've held on to, whether you believe you held on to it or not. While I'm talking, you're thinking of those things, which means you held on to it. Okay. So for the people who told you you were not that smart, for the people that told you you were like for me, oh, I was smart, but I was just book smart. Right. So I can't survive in the streets. I don't know anything about all these other things. I only know stuff if I like learn it in a book. So there's tons of ways that people offend us and like really, I'm going to say crush us internally. And these things we hold on to. So figure out ways that you're going to forgive that person for saying it, but also forgive yourself for receiving it. That was the part that was hardest for me because I knew some of it came with a grain of salt. Like I knew I was very book smart and in a lot of other things, it just frustrated me so much because I couldn't just write the plan and I couldn't just learn it. Right. You know, like babies, for example, you read all the stuff about what it's going to be like to be a parent. You don't know what it's going to be like exactly. You can be prepared with the right equipment, but that child is going to need something from you. And you're a different person than the author of that book you read, right? So you can get guidance, but you're not going to know everything. And so in cases where I didn't know everything, I just felt terrible. So all those people were like, oh, you're just book smart and you're just this and you're, it, it felt real. It felt true. And I should not have held on to that because those were barriers that I had to crush and break down when I wanted to be in business, when I wanted to do all kinds of things, be a parent for the first time, right? So you have to forgive the people who spoke those negative things over you, acknowledge that they were spoken over you. You can decide however you want to um, handle this, like thinking that that person's ignorant, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is you have to confront it and you have to say, I am not what other people say that I am and forgive them for even saying it. Forgive yourself for even receiving it. So I told you I was starting with the hardest one because I can definitely go all in on how we forgive, how we let it go, how we know we've let it go but we're talking about crushing our goals. So I'm challenging you to dig a little deeper into that forgiveness. It is so valuable. And it is often why we are held back with so many things because we haven't forgiven and we're holding on to too much. And you just don't have the capacity for the new thing in your life. So that's number one. Number two, a little bit easier. These are going to get progressively easier, right? Number two is removing people who are stagnant. If you're ready to move, if you're ready to build, even if you're ready to lose weight and, and your friend group is all about that Pizza Hut life or buffets or all kinds of stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing, you can remove the social side of people. You can remove people like permanently, but the reality is you definitely have people who are holding you back. Even if they're not aiming at holding you back because they are making 
being lazy, doing nothing, or at least not pursuing the, the same type of goals you are, they're making that look really attractive. And you're constantly being pulled back in. So I'm going to challenge you to let it go. Even if you need to say, I can only talk to these people on the phone. I cannot go out with them because I need to eat better. And they eat trash like all the time. Every time I go visit them, they got fried chicken. They got this. They got that. I, can't, I just can't be around it. I need to remove myself. So remove yourself from people who are causing you to stray from the path that you want to be on. In the same vein, I'm going to say include people that want to or that are pursuing the same things. Like as I um, pursue being an entrepreneur or even let's go to being a bakery owner, I met other bakers. Why? Because they know exactly what I'm going through. When I have challenges or I need something, they understand. I don't have to give all this backstory, nothing like that. They know exactly what's going on. So it helped me and encouraged me to stay in this path, to move forward, to learn and grow in my current position if I wasn't around people that were pulling me backwards. So I'm going to, so point number two is removing the people who are stagnant. Okay. They're not helping you at this stage of your life. And they're definitely not helping you move forward to your goals. So we're going to remove them. And again, I can dive deeper into that and maybe we will, but not for today. Number three. Um, and I have two more and these are going to be things that you can learn. So they're a little easier. You're going to do them on your own time. It doesn't involve other people. It doesn't involve you cutting anyone off, but it involves you knowing more about yourself. Right. So that's the thing that I'm going to say first is learn more about who you are. And that might sound weird. Like, well, how am I supposed to learn about who I am? Well, there's some basic things about yourself that you know, whether it's your ethnicity, whether it's your religion, whether it's, um, there's some basic things that you can learn about yourself, like your personality, um, your character, things that you want to grow into. You can learn more about that. So for me, my learning about myself is always going to start in the spiritual. I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to dive deeper into who God says I am, because to me, that's the most important who I am for me, right? So if that's not for you, fine. Then who are you? How do you define yourself? And how can you learn more about that? The person who is easily swayed by others, who has a hard time forgiving, who holds on to what other people say is also the person who is not confident in who they are. So you have to take these steps to be more confident and strong in who you are and not allow other people to feed you who you are. So I always start with the Bible. Other things that I've done over time to research is when I became a wife, I learned more about being a wife. Now, my books were like, um, the power of a praying wife and, you know, things about like the spiritual connection in a couple. Those were things that I cared about at that time. When I had kids, it was about parenthood and being a mom and just understanding the responsibility, but also some of the joys and pains that come with it. So taking the time to learn more about 
where you are, what stage you're in, the things that are important to you right now, your spiritual self, who God called you to be, your purpose, all of that is really important to help you be more confident. And then when you're confident about who you are and what you like, what you are, then you can set goals in your life and crush them. Right. Because imagine if I was just like, okay, well, I understand parenthood a bit and I'm going to set these goals for my kids or for myself as a mom or for my organization of my house. If I understand where I am, I can confidently set that goal and I can confidently realize that goal. So that's the trajectory that I want you on. Learn more about yourself. You never can know enough about who you are, what makes you tick things, you know, the roles that you take on in your life. Like as I get older, my parents are getting older. So what does that mean? What does it mean to be an adult child? What does it mean to care for parents? I don't have parents that I have to care for, meaning that they need my assistance in a, you know, ongoing way. But I'm learning about that because all of my friends are dealing with it and my parents are only going to get older, right? So those are things that I'm learning so I can confidently move into these new areas of my life. Even my lifestyle, I've learned a lot about that. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I want to work from home. There are ways that you can work from home more efficiently. So all of those little things as you break down who you are, what you stand for, your lifestyle, the stages that you're in, learn about them. Be more confident in those things that are about you. And last but not least, the thing that's going to help you, which I find to be so crazy that people don't even start here, is learning more about your industry. How are you going into something new and you're not becoming a student of that thing? You should be learning about everything you can get your hands on that relates to the industry that you want to be in or the industry that you're in, right? So for example, in my years of baking, um, I decided very early on that I wasn't going to dive into gluten-free and sugar-free and all these things because it just required a different skill, a different mindset, different baking. And that was a whole rabbit hole that I didn't really want to go down. Did I learn how to do it? Yes. Did I do it for certain clients? Yes. But I did not offer it as a regular ongoing thing because it was too different. But I knew that. So therefore, I wasn't caught off guard when a client comes up to me and they're like, oh, I want this, that, and the third. But if they had a wedding and their mother is diabetic, I'm not going to tell that bride, no, I'm not going to make you some, um, what is it, sugar-free cupcakes for your mom. Like, I'll make some. Or if I didn't want to make it at all, I had a referral. But that's me knowing my industry. And in the cake world, there was so much to learn all the different ways you can make cakes, all the different ways you could decorate the cakes, all the ways you needed to learn how to transport, ways to handle your kitchen staff, managing a team. Um, I mean, so many avenues, right? And because I became a professional, not just because I was making money, but because I was learning my industry, learning my craft. I took classes all the time. I was doing this for lots of years, you guys, over 13 years. And I was still learning up until the end. 
So decide that you're going to be a student in your industry. You're going to learn, you're going to consume because it makes you better and stronger at what you're doing. You can't make decisions about how you're moving forward, how you're crushing your goals if you don't even understand the industry that you're in. You don't even understand the profession. You don't understand the ins and outs of how other people are doing this so that you can then have your own proprietary or custom way of doing it for your business. So that's my encouragement for you guys today is trusting yourself. And the ways you're going to do that is one, you're going to forgive people who spoke negative things over yourself and you're going to forgive yourself for even receiving it. Number two, you're going to remove stagnant people because they're not helping you move forward. And I'm not saying you have to just get rid of them. Some people you can't get rid of, but you can stop including them in your daily life, in your social life, whatever you need to do. But start also surrounding yourself with people who are moving forward in the way that you're trying to move forward. Number three is learning about yourself. You can never do that enough. And it builds your confidence. It helps you understand what you should be able to stand firm on. And then last but not least is learning your industry. Be a be an expert. Like whatever you're setting out to do, be the expert of that thing. All right. We it's a Saturday. We're at day four. If you have not watched the previous days, you can go back. I hope this is encouraging to you guys. I don't want to see you quitting, not in March, when you have a full year left or most of the year left to still get a lot of things done. You guys have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. Peace out.